0: I'm pleased to say we're joined now on the Blood Red podcast by none other than uh, Steve McManaman, Liverpool legend and BT Sport pundit. UK, okay, Stevie. I'm very well, thank you. I was better after the Manchester
1: City game than i over after the last two games. So yeah, it's the smooth
0: You do. I mean, we might as well start there, Stevie. I mean, it's it's you have that massive high. And, and you'll have you'll have played in teams who've had those massive highs, and we're all trying to work out what 's happened since then you know the Swansea you know we go and lose are on you know a good on beaten run at the bottom club, and then we back to Anfield and, and out of the cup to the you know the sec, the second bottom team in in, in the league yeah. um can you Have you been able to work out exactly what what you're seeing there on the pitch?
1: Answer. I mean, of course, you can, you can see what goes on, of course, as in how they play at the time and the mistakes they made. But, you know, I see it coming not in, not in a million years. You know, as you rightly said, they're on a huge run, playing really well. Um, and later, after the Manchester City performance, and then after about ten minutes of Swansea, you could see the tempo wasn't the same. I didn't still think they. I still didn't think they would lose the game but you knew that the, the the energy levels the atmosphere I think what it was like they didn't respond the passing of the ball was a lot slower um, but still it was a huge shock I still think they, would've, they they would have they would have got the business done and scored against Swansea um, so that was hugely disappointing but that does happen sometimes in the league away from home when teams sit back get an early goal defend not get an early goal but get a goal get the first goal and then just defend themselves out of the game I think with the the, the biggest shock to certain was at home because their their home record has been amazing Liverpool uh, of late. And uh, to go down, go down in the manner that, that they were, particularly scoring the first goal was a was a huge shock. You know, to 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 let three in you know, in the first half, um in front of the cop I think was uh, was a shock for
0: everybody involved? It really was, and 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 it could have been four, of course, if uh, given the one that got got chalked off with the uh, mm-hmm. with with VAR and everything. Do, well, yeah. well, how did you think that worked, Steve? Do you think that inter- some thought it interrupted the flow of the game? It obviously worked to Liverpool's advantage in a disallowed goal and being given a, a penalty for yeah. all. They didn't take advantage of it, but how, are you no, a fan of the system? Yeah.
1: I'm a, I'm a fan of the uh, uh, yeah, of course I think we've all got pros and cons with at the minute, I'm a fan of the system because the, the results that um, uh, the, the, they, we, we, we decided were all correct, You know, the, the penalty, the offside goal, uh, they were all correct, um, so I, I, I think we're fine with that. I just thought there was a lot of confusion in, in, the, in the ground at the time because fans didn't know what was happening and Absolutely. I think that's an issue, um, You know, people shouting at the referee, the West Brom play shouting at the referee when he went over to um you know to have a look at the television. That that needs to improve. But yeah. you know, normally the argument is after football we like to go to the pub and argue about what you know should have been a penalty, should have been a goal or, or yeah. whatever it is. Yeah, absolutely. Now we're arguing about VAR, you know, we, the decisions were correct, we're just arguing about how long it takes. So you know, they need they need to shorten the four minutes down to two minutes, you know, decisions have to be made quicker. I think it sometimes is confusing when you know players score a goal and then run, run away, but it's not a goal, and they have to all wait around. You know that that is all a little bit weird at the moment. But the main thing is that we're not we're not sitting here going, you know that was an offside goal that shouldn't be given. That was a definite penalty that didn't that wasn't given. We're talking about you know little bits of that you know that that took a little bit too much time or there's a little bit confusion, and that you know that can be changed. That can get better. Uh, more information can be given to the crowd, and you know the referees will be able to speed up that process, and the fact that all the all the um the decisions were the with the correct decisions in the end i think that's the bigger point about it I, yeah. you know, it's not perfect of course it's not it has caused problems, and people will not like it but we're down a path now which which you know we're, we're on and hopefully in a year or you know, two years or three years once it's introduced to the premier League you know these are just odd occasions in cup matches once it's introduced to the Premier League
0: it'll be refined, it'll be quicker and, you know, we'll we'll learn to love it, hopefully, in the end. Absolutely. Um, Well, listen, I mean, going out of the Cup on on Saturday night, I mean, Jürgen spoke in the programme about, you know, he felt the team was ready to respond to the Swansea defeat. Obviously, we ended up with what we got on on, on Saturday. Um, So that's sort of, you know, two defeats on on the trot, which, which makes um Tuesday's trip to Huddersfield, um, you know, it, it sort of looms as a as a massive game now for Liverpool in terms yeah, of yeah, so having to get back on track. Yeah, and um, I don't
1: know whether they're playing Huddersfield's a good thing or whether they should be playing someone who'll go toe toe with them and, and maybe Liverpool can outgun them. Um, but Liverpool are gonna be big favourites regardless of of their two performances. Yeah they gonna yeah. be big favourites to be Huddersfield. What we will know is that Huddersfield will not play into their hands. If anything, Huddersfield will adopt the same tactics as Swansea did. Will attack the same. Will adopt the same tactics as, as West Brom. They'll be defensively very strong. They're not going to play this free-flowing football because David Wagner's Jurgen Klopp's mate. You know, he's going to defend and he's going to. He rested a lot of players Wagner at the weekend against Birmingham in the FA Cup for this game, particularly. So At home, it'll be a full house, so it'll be a really hard game for them. And Liverpool will have to play you know, the form that they've shown, you know, before these last two games to get a good result. But, you know, Liverpool are big favourites for this game. So the onus and the pressure is firmly on Liverpool to playing a team that, that came that, that got promoted last year, you know which was a huge surprise considering considering how they were the year before. So um, everybody expects Liverpool to turn up, win the game and come back home again and move on to Tottenham.
0: Yeah, and and I mean Huddersfield made it difficult at Anfield. I mean, looking back yes. on that game back in October, at half time you were sort of starting to worry if it was going to be one of those games. You know, nil nil. Mm. We got we got Sturridge had a little moment of class in the uh, early in the second half, and obviously we went on and won it quite comfortable. But you, you can these types of games c- can be difficult, and we know. Huddersfield, you know they've they've already had some big results at home. I mean, everyone remembers the United one, um, yeah. but um, yeah, I think they've got 16 points at home and eight away. So they'll be looking if they're going to stay in this league. It's pr- almost certainly going to be with points gained at home, isn't it, Steve? Yeah, it is. It's going kind
1: to of be very difficult for them. It'll be interesting to see how. Huddersfield played tomorrow uh, because they like to play out from the back as well. They got caught against Chelsea a couple of times, and Chelsea dominated them in the end. But we saw how close it was against Manchester City. The way they played, as you, as you rightly said, they they turned United over there. So this is not going to be an easy run in the middle of the game. We all think it maybe should be if Liverpool performs to their potential. But it'll be it'll be a, it'll be a hard game. Um, so It'll be interesting to see how how Huddersfield play and whether they change. You know their ethos of, of playing from the back and playing nice football. Just go a little bit more direct, and uh, I think it'd be, uh, it be. It's it's an easy thing to say, but it'll be vitally important that you know Liverpool do score the first goal because if if they don't, you, like like West Brom to a certain extent, when, when they get win in the league the game, certainly like Swansea when when they scored the first goal, it will become a lot harder then for Liverpool to to break them down. If Huddersfield do score, it will literally be you know defence uh, attack against defence. You know, and, and Liverpool have,
0: have I've got a lack of confidence with that, of
1: least. Yeah, I mean, it's
0: difficult to see where Klopp can change things too much, Steve. Because I mean, he went strong on Saturday night for the cup. We couldn't yeah, argue yeah. with the we couldn't argue with the lineup, could we? And um, no. just it feels like, as you say, maybe a little lack of confidence. Mane hasn't quite been the same player for the last couple of months. It doesn't feel like um, Salah keeps keeps churning out the goals, um, but. Um, would you envisage many changes from Klopp in reaction to the last two uh, games, or do you think he pretty much hasn't got many options?
1: He'll, he'll, he'll change the goalkeeper again more, I presume. Yeah. He'll change the two, fullbacks. Change the two fullbacks again, I think. I think Robertson and Gomez will come in if they fit. I think that was the plan to change them now, because there was, there was games in a short space of time. and it, you know, it, it, On Tuesday night, they've got a few games, a few days to top end, so that's not going to be an issue. So I can, I can see him get changed. Uh, in, in those areas. and um, the forward areas, you know, I'm with you. If if everybody's fit that you know, certainly the three or fronts, Shawn they're probably uh, they're probably the ones he's gonna he's gonna stay with, I think. Yeah, absolutely. Um yeah, I can't I can't see him being in many, many changes, whether or Chamberlain gets changed for, I don't know, Lallana or I'm not entirely sure uh, whether he changes that. Yeah I don't know. But I, I certainly think the know yeah, I think the goal is
0: Absolutely, yeah. I think Lalan is still still going to be out, Steve, with the uh, with yeah, the little it. problem. So um, he hasn't got m- uh, many options. Um, sp- uh, Huddersfield, wise, obviously, the last three I think playoff teams who came up have all gone down: QPR, Norwich, Hull. Um, have, have you been surprised how well they've done, Huddersfield, in terms of obviously they're not a massively resourced club, albeit that no. every club in the Premier League has a certain amount of resource yeah. these days.
1: Yeah, they've done they've done really well, and I've um, I mean, they, they, yeah, and they, but they need to they need to keep doing well. Unfortunately, that um, I think the bottom you know 11 teams or something like that, the, the concert team is so much, and if you lose you know three or four or five games, you suddenly go from 11th to 18th to that week. Um, but you know, I, I like Huddersfield. I um, you know you sort of cheer for the underdog when they come up because they've done it the hard way. Right? Um, I like the way they play I like some of the players so you know I certainly hope they'll stay in the league but they'll just have to you know I've, I've watched everybody a few times this year and uh, you know they're one of the better teams to watch when you when you see them they're good on the eye they've got the right they, well they've certainly got the, the football and ethos that I would, would have they like to play football and they like to take chances to a certain extent um, but they want the players to express themselves and hopefully get better and learn from the mistakes so I'd like them to um, you know I'd like them to, to do um, a, a Staying in
0: the Premier League, we and just want Liverpool to get back on track on Tuesday. Absolutely, mate. And the um, in terms of, of 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 the sort of week ahead, if you look at it, they've it'd be great to get some confidence back ahead of what could be a massive game against um, mm. Spurs on Sunday, isn't it? I mean, that that looms yeah, us a big game in terms of the top four, Steve. Yeah, I, mean, I mean, to be honest, I never
1: ever worry about big games, actually. Uh, I don't. I don't. You know, if Liverpool play Man United or Man City or you know, Arsenal's or Tottenham's or anything like that. I never, ever worry about those games. Those games take care of themselves. The atmosphere is always amazing. The other teams that they play, apart from Manchester United to a certain extent this year, always want to go at Liverpool as well and have a go against them. So there's more space for Liverpool to exploit. So they, those type of games never, ever worry me. You know, yeah, I, yeah. I, always, I always think Liverpool are favourite at Anfield against those type of teams, regardless against past results. Uh, It was the same last year when Liverpool played Tottenham at at Anfield. They won convincingly. So uh, those games take care of themselves. It's the ones that we all think, oh, Liverpool will easy win here. Liverpool should easily win here the way they're playing. They're the ones I I sort of question when the teams change the way they play and, you know, defend a bit deeper or, you know, don't want to attack as much. They're the games when Liverpool have to break them down. They're
0: the ones that I slightly worry about. So I would worry more about Tuesday than I would about Sunday, to be very honest. Yeah, I think I think there's a lot of fans share that sentiment, Steve. The um, the other big thing this weekend or this week, really, I should say is that the deadline day on Wednesday. Um, would you expect Liverpool to do any business either in's or outs? There's talk of Sturridge going maybe into Europe. Um, would you yeah. would you be keen for him to stay? Would he have a role for you, or is it does it depend if anything comes in? You know, sort of at the uh, the other side to sort of try and keep the balance.
1: Well, yeah, I think that's. It. I'd rather I'd rather have him at the club than not have him at the club. If that if that makes sense, but yeah. I can totally understand why he might want to get out and roll. because, of course, if he's not playing and he's fit and he's not playing and he's got a World Cup looming, you know, three four months later that he wants to go. Go to he, he he'll want to get as many games under his belt as 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 possible. So, I can see him um, wanting to leave. I can see a number of players wanting to play some games. Yeah. yeah. Um, but if I'm the manager and I can't replace that play, that person in time, unfortunately, you, you you have to be quite selfish when you're manager of a football club. And if um, if he's not gonna if he's not gonna be able to replace Daniel i i 'd rather have him in my squad than have
0: him on the bench because he you know he 's an incredibly talented person as we 've seen in the past yeah absolutely and um, Steve, a sort of final question for you, um, just in terms of the season overall, obviously we had the disappointment early on of going out of the league cup, obviously we 're all hoping for a run in the FA Cup, which has now sort of been denied us um, but mm. we 're in reasonable position in the Premier League, and obviously okay. we have. Porto to look forward to next month. Uh, I mean, how, how do you assess things overall, and what we've what we've sort of got to maybe look forward to in the next few months, really? Well, I
1: think I think everything's been fine. to you know, I think from the beginning of the season or the start of the season, when you when you're thinking about Phil Catino's going to go and all that for all, you know, in, in August, I think Liverpool have equipped themselves really well. They've had some really good performances. The fact that they're in the top four and have been very strong, uh, yes reason to Leicester uh, in the league cup was disappointing. Um, because the first half of that game it was so dominant. You know, losing in the FA Cup was, was equally disappointing because I'm the same as you. I was desperate for the Cup run this year. And you because know, that's what people remember. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so I was re- I was, you know, really upset about that as well. But I think slot long Liverpool performed really well in the in the Champions League and let's be honest, they will be favoured to be Porto. This Porto side and not the Porto of of yesteryear when they were equipped with all these fantastic players, they're not. They're a, they're a weaker side than they've been. Yeah. Liverpool will be favourites for this, so we all want a good cup run, and we all want them to finish in in the top four. It's all weird. we want them, want them to finish second, ideally. Yeah. Um, but as long as they as long as they do well in the in the um, in the in the Champions League, and you know within the Champions League next year, I think um, I think that's all people want. You know, there's. Unfortunately, there's only going to be one team that's going to win the league. Yeah, you know, um, and the, they're streets ahead of everybody at the moment. So, you know, they could easily win the the league cup and the FA Cup the, the way they're playing. Um, so, as long as Liverpool do themselves proud, try and finish as high as you can in the Premier League, get in the Champions League next year. You know, have a good Champions League and we'll let the fans go to the different countries and experience, you know, different atmospheres and different teams. And if they do fall in the quarterfinals or the semi-finals to a Barcelona or a Paris Saint Germain. You know, so be it. You can't win everything all the time. As long as, as long as they do themselves proud and, and the fans have a, uh,
0: enjoy themselves. Brilliant, Steve. Well, hopefully they can start that process of getting back on track uh, on Tuesday against Huddersfield. And you can join Steve and the BT Sport team. They'll be showing it live from seven fifteen. Steve, bring us a bit of luck. Uh, get us back on track, mate. And uh, great to speak to you on the Blood Red podcast. And uh, we'll talk to you again soon. Thanks very much, mate. Okay, nice to
1: see you. I'll
0: see you later. Bye bye. Cheers.